0: This is the Earn More as a Life Coach podcast with Victoria Gibson, Episode 19. Welcome to Earn More as a Life Coach with Victoria Gibson, the marketing resource for life coaches who want to transform more lives with their coaching and earn more while they do it. Hello, coaches. Hope you're having a great week. Now, have you ever felt stuck or avoided launching because you haven't found the right name for your coaching offer or program. Coming up with the perfect name that holds all the promise and magic that you share and the results that you can create is no easy task. And it's certainly one that can leave you spinning for days, if not weeks, although I certainly hope it's not months. But Personally, I love the creativity of coming up with a name for my offers and programs, but that's not to say it doesn't take me some time to land on the perfect choice. In fact, I was trying to do it yesterday and realizing that it is a little bit of a process and can leave you second guessing. And over the years, I've definitely encountered plenty of my coaching clients who found it overwhelming to create and decide on an unforgettable name. So I know it's a common issue that comes up for coaches like us. And that's why I want to share with you three tips that you can use to create a great, unforgettable name that pops for your coaching offer, program, site, or group so you can stop spinning and free yourself from decision overwhelm and finally get your offer out there. I really don't want anyone to be stuck worrying about a name, but there are also some things to think about when naming things bit like naming your child. It's going to be out there. At least you can change it, unlike the barriers that are to changing your child's name. Obviously, some people do change their name, but it's not that common. So there are some considerations and I want to make sure we sort of get those out for you today, but also give you kind of a bit of a pathway to go down to get started rather than having a selection of names that you're just not sure of. And my own coaching clients fall into one of three groups when it comes to naming their offer or program. Those in the first group choose a practical name that says what the offer is. It describes the mechanics or the process, but lacks a definite buzz or finesse. Unfortunately, your potential coaching clients aren't out there searching for a 12-week life coaching intensive, even though that kind of says what it does on the tin. It's just a little bit boring. It's not really distinctive enough to set you apart from the competition. And the second group will get super creative and come up with some real razzle-dazzle names that are totally original, but most people out there would have no idea what on earth they mean, which is like putting a roadblock in between you and your clients before they even choose you. And the third group follows a path to land on a name that is catchy, clear, and compelling and speaks directly to the heart of their ideal coaching client. And this is what I want for you and why I'm going to give you some steps to land the perfect name for your coaching offer. Step one is to get started by creating a bank of words to consider before you put them together as your final choice. And by a bank of words, I mean just a list of words, right? Like brainstorming some words because your offer name should promise some kind of result benefit and or solution. We wanna get out of process here and we wanna think about outcome. And if the name doesn't say what the program is, you at least want an association so the mind can connect the name to what you're selling. So when looking at the categories of words to brainstorm, you wanna think about words that relate to the outcome, promise result, transformation or status that your clients will achieve when they experience your offer. Use a thesaurus, these are online and free at thesaurus.com for those beautiful synonyms to think of basic words and then expand upon them. And tools like answerthepublic.com a website where you can get an idea of results your market may already be searching for. It's got this cool kind of feature where you can put in an outcome or a result your target market might be searching for and it will give you like a mind map of alternative terms, search questions, things like that. So it's a great place to start getting some more words to use as well as looking in the thesaurus. List out all the words and see if any of them can actually come together or even if they can't just find the ones that kind of resonate that would align with how your target market might be thinking or words that they would actually use. And to give you an example of some names that I think convey a really desirable outcome, I think ones like these work well. So I pulled out some that I think pop and convey that real solution-oriented outcome. One is Lewis House's School of Greatness. I think that's a great name, (laughs) no pun intended. Another one is Your Best Year Yet, something like Everyday Bliss. You know, they don't have to be really fancy to do what they need to do. And they can still be just as powerful in their simplicity. But those, I think, convey a real result or a promise of a result. Now for the second step. Once you have that relevant results-oriented name, think about how it relates to your target market. It's easy for us to fall in love with the name, but we want to make sure it also appeals and relates to the audience and category that you're in. You want to be aware of any terms that may be too spiritual, masculine, or feminine for your own audience. So I'm not here to say don't use anything spiritual or in that kind of woo-woo space or don't use masculine or feminine terms if that suits your audience, but sometimes some of those terms can be a little polarizing and actually put your audience off. It's kind of like offering a program called the heart and soul of money to a practical and results-driven market or something like you're a badass to conservative Christian mothers, right? It just won't land quite as well. I know for me, whenever I hear terms like sassy, sassy, I don't know why I just can't stand sassy. I have actually bought a program that had sassy in it, but it's just, oh, I just hate that term. But that's just personal preference. I'm not saying don't use sassy at all. But I mean, there's things like that, that you might be thinking, oh my God, I love that word. I think it really conveys where I'm at, but it might not quite land with your market. So that leads to step three, do some research before landing on the name. Make sure you double check for any offending terms, especially any racist terms or any terms that just may cause general offence. Sometimes, particularly when we're marketing cross cultures, cross countries, that can come up, just generally offensive terms, but obviously you want to check for a list of actual racist terms that you might not be familiar with. There is actually a great Wikipedia page that lists all these out. So have a Google for those as well. But on top of that, also be thinking about trademark contraventions to ensure that you don't inadvertently offend or break any laws or use somebody's trademark. For example, there's a podcast called Nitty Gritty Training, and that could be deemed racist as this term is no longer acceptable to use. Or you may infringe on another coach's trademark like I did once when I launched a workshop without searching US trademarks. And in fact, I don't think I searched any trademarks when I launched it and then got a message from Another coach who had actually trademarked it in the US. Of course, I could just shift it. I added another word into it, but it's important to understand that you definitely don't want to be treading on any toes. Another coach I know just received a letter from a coach saying that her program was too similar or the marketing or the name was too similar. Look, those kind of things can happen, but I think you definitely want to avoid the name encroaching on someone else's trademark and definitely you want to avoid any racist terms or anything that could cause offense. Okay. But I've seen names for a program. I remember back in the day, I think she was a copywriter. She had a business called the Middle Finger Project and that was kind of part of her brand, like sticking her finger up at the way things were done. So there's an element there, if that's part of your brand, that you're a disruptor, obviously it's never okay to be racist, but in terms of just being that kind of disruptor type of brand, Or counter to the norm, like then that's different. But you definitely want to do some research, Google the terms, see what comes up. And along these lines, ask around and see how it lands with others, both clients and non-clients. Because remember, your program isn't for you. It isn't for everyone. It's for your specific ideal client. They're out there struggling to overcome obstacles you can help them overcome and dreaming about a future you can help make a reality. So as a coach, you have what it takes to get them there and your program name may only be a few words, but those few words are the difference between attracting and repelling your potential clients in an instant. So although I don't think a name makes or breaks the success of your marketing, if you don't have your message to market right, I think there are definitely some considerations to ponder here and that's why I've outlined them in today's episode. And if you follow these foundational steps that I've shared, it will help you choose the perfect coaching program and offer names. But look, if you're still stuck, come and join me in CoachCo. It's my Life Coach Marketing Accelerator where we dive in to help you create your perfect coaching offer price it, name it, and sell it. Just head to victoriagibson.com forward slash coach to check it out. And I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the earn more as a life coach podcast with Victoria Gibson. For more resources to help you get fully booked and create better results for your clients, head to victoriagibson.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review.